Well, here we are again, and thank you so much for being there. I really appreciate your presence and you walking with us, uh, believing God with us, growing, and allowing your mind and heart to change. Mind, my mind and heart certainly has been changing through this process. This is day number 140 of a 180-day growth plan. And so what should be our posture and spiritual understanding of what is going on today? Okay? So listen to this. We pray for our government, right? We participate with our government, but we are not of this world. <laughs> we, we are the true aliens. <laughs> they talk about aliens crossing borders and stuff like that. We, we are the aliens really, truly in this world, right? So please understand where I'm coming from. I'm going to um, back up and break this down and then just challenge us again today in our heart and mind and how we view Christianity, what we're supposed to be doing. Okay, look at it from this perspective. I am a male African with African descent, commonly called a black American or an African American male, right? I live in the United States of America, and uh, I am not in slavery. I am. Um, I work to make money and to pay my bills. I, I I'm gainfully employed and um, am considered a professional um, in certain aspects in mental health and and ministry, that type of thing. I. I have a family. I'm a father as well as a husband. I'm, I'm, I have friends. I have loved ones. I have relatives. However, all of these physical and ideological distinctions that I mentioned are not what gives me status in the kingdom of God. None of those things should be more significant to me than my relationship with God the Father, through God's own Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ as my Savior and Lord. Listen, listen to this. Even Jesus said, "Hey, hey, there, there, we, we, there's going to be um, a battle even between a father and son and family. Your enemies will be of your own household, right? The gospel is above all of that. You see, the 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 modern Christian." looks at it, you know, one way. But in, in God's kingdom, I don't have an advantage being a male or disadvantage being female. You know, there's some people say, oh, women can't do this and men can't do this. And there's a big hatred between men and women in the kingdom. Man, no, no, no. Or being slave or free, you know? A lot of that going on, and we, we have to deal with that, right? Or from Africa or from Asia, or being rich, or being dirt poor. Here is where we have the problem in our modern view of Christianity. The modern Christian believes that their earthly status changes when they accept Christ. And it may, because we, we teach um, worth, work ethics and honoring principles and the grace and mercy of God comes on your life. 
But though that that is not what it means to be a Christian. That's not what it's all about. See, a heathen can tithe and get the blessing that comes with giving. Come on. Here is a very scary passage of scripture that I, I want to walk through for a minute. I'm, I'm saying scary when you realize what it's saying. You, you've heard it before. Hebrews 11. We normally focus on faith is this and faith is that, right? But we, we need to read all the way through toward the end of the chapter, right? Let me start it toward the end. Hebrews 11.33. Who through faith subdued kingdoms. That's kind of cool, right? Wrought righteousness. That's kind of cool. Obtained good promises. Stopped the mouth of lions. Praise God. Here comes the mountain. I speak a word of faith. The mountain's mouth is stopped. Then it goes on, verse 34, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. We want that, yes? Out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Man, that's so cool, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Next funeral we go to, mama's there crying. And the man of God walks over, lays his hand on the casket, and the husband gets up, or the, the son gets up, the daughter gets up. Man, praise God. Listen, that's part of the Christian experience. The Bible says that that should be ours, right? Somebody coming after you, you speak a word of darkness, and they turn a, a, a word, rather, a word against the darkness, and your enemies turn and flee. That's what the Bible says. But... It continues to read on. It gives us the entirety of the experience because it's not just about winning in a physical battle. It says, yeah, right here in the same Bible, verse 35, women received their dead again to life and others were tortured. What? Not accepting deliverance. They wouldn't give in through torture. They weren't delivered through torture. That they might obtain a better resurrection, meaning that they died. Verse 36, and others had trial of cruel mockings. People making fun of them and scourging. Scourging, those are beatings. And no one was there to deliver them. And yet they kept their faith in Christ. Are you hearing me? Yea, moreover of bonds. And imprisonment, what? Verse 37, they were stoned. Still want to be a Christian? They were sawn asunder. They were tempted. You ever heard of a honeypot? Uh, somebody know what I'm talking about. They were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute. Children of God destitute, afflicted, tormented, verse 38, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And these all having obtained a good report, listen, through faith. They didn't lose their faith through that, through being tortured. And, and they didn't lose their faith when they cried out, God help me, and no help came. 
They receive not the promise, but they obtain a good report through faith. Are you hearing me? Verse 13, let's go back up to the top of Hebrews 13. These all died in faith, not having received the promise. Listen, my friend, can you and I stick with God? During a time of trouble. That's why Jesus said, when, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? See, it's easy to believe. Listen, a non-believer can praise God in good times. <laughs> Come on. A non-believer can shout and do the holy dance <laughs> in good times while they're getting a paycheck every week. While they have a roof, they haven't been evicted. While nobody's mocking them and make fun of them. Can you still praise God when, when the world is mocking you and saying you are stupid and dumb or locking you up and throwing away the key and, and mistreating you? Injustice is your bitter cup every day. Can you still say God is good? These all died in faith not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to return. But how they desire a better country, that is a heavenly Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. Heavenly Father, forgive me for being so focused on physical comfort that I miss my eternal, my eternal connection to you. That no matter what happens to the body, what happens to my physical situation, my earthly surroundings, I'm connected to you by faith. So whether in this life everything is going well and every funeral I go to, I'm resurrecting the dead. Thank you, Jesus. But if it is such that I pray for the sick, and they do not recover, and they die. I pray for my enemies to leave me alone, and there's no one to rescue me. You do not release the angels to keep me from dashing my foot against a stone. Help me to trust you, to have faith in you, in everyone listening. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Thank the Lord.